Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Today, if you're listening in real time, it's Tuesday, and we are continuing in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10, which reads in the Amplified Version, For the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake, but my loving kindness will not be removed from you, nor will my covenant of peace be shaken, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Amen. Yesterday we talked about the removed mountains, but you can totally listen to today on your own, on its own. You don't have to go back and listen to yesterday unless you want to. And today I wanted to focus on the the shaken hills. We have this idea that things like in the physical mountains and hills, they don't move, they don't shake. And that is true in the physical realm, they don't. But if you've ever been in an earthquake, then you know that the earth does move sometimes out from under you and that can be terrifying and obviously very life-threatening. So when we think about the Lord using these words to paint this picture to the children of Israel, that the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake, to remind them that no matter what is happening, no matter what they're going through, that God is with them, that God is keeping them and blessing them and providing for them, even when in captivity, even when it seems like all hope is lost, God still has a plan. We might not understand it and we might not like it, but we can trust that God has a plan for us. And so as I was studying this verse, I was thinking about how, like, why does God mention mountains and then he mentions hills? And so when I looked it up in Hebrew, hills can also um, be a place of worship. And so I thought about that. I thought about how often as we live our holiest, hot mess lives, are there times in our lives where even our place of worship is shaking? And how tragic is that? How disheartening is that? That we can look to this place, a specific place, as a place of refuge, as a place of comfort, as a place of healing, and yet it could be shaking. It could be um, a source of pain or a source of frustration. So let's pause and reflect. What about houses of worship? What about places of worship make them susceptible to shaking? And how can we, because we can't We can't change how people act. We can only change how we respond to it. So how can we, each and every one of us living our holiest, hot mess lives, how can we make sure that we are not part of a shaking hill? And we'll be right back. When I think about negative experiences that hear that I hear people talk about about church or negative experiences that I've also had I think about how each and every time there's a choice that we can make we can choose to participate in the negativity or we can choose to pray and so as we live our holiest hot mess lives I pray that we are being more prayerful I pray that we are not we are not part of the problem that we are part of the solution and so often we know that there's division in church because God is a God of unity and Satan hates unity. So he's constantly trying to create and divide us. So it shouldn't be a surprise to us when there's division in the church. What should be a surprise is how slow people who claim to know the Lord and love him are willing to push back against that division and to pray and love their way through it. So in this verse, when God says, for the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake, I love that he follows it up with a but. So it's like, but no matter what's happening, and we're going to talk more about this tomorrow, God's loving kindness is not going to be removed and his covenant of peace will not be shaken. And we need to hold on to that, that no matter what's happening in our churches or in our families, 
what, no matter what's happening on our jobs, no matter what's happening in our health, we need to trust and believe that God sees it. He's with us. He is ready to comfort us and to encourage us and to send us people of comfort and encouragement to us. So I pray that as we live our holiest, hot mess lives, we do so in a way that is not only pleasing to God, but that is also beneficial to others. It's one thing to operate in a way that's pleasing to God. That's like, I think of that as like the bare minimum, but we need to go above and beyond the bare minimum and make sure that we are doing things that are being a blessing for others. We are creating opportunities to bless others. We are creating opportunities to promote peace. We are creating opportunities to create reconciliation and healing and restoration. And that we're not part of anything that is not of God, which would be divisive or destructive. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, thank you that you are a God of unity, Lord God. Thank you that even if the hills um, are shaking, Lord God, that you are with us. You are in the midst of us, Lord God. Thank you that you have told us that your house should be called a house of prayer, Lord God. And thank you, Father God, that the word hills in Hebrew can also represent a place of worship. Lord, help us to be mindful when we are in your house of worship that it is not the only place that we are called to worship you. But in fact, Lord God, we know that we can worship you anywhere. So Lord God, as we move through our holiest hot mess lives, help us to do so in a way that is pleasing in your sight. Help us to do do so in a way that glorifies you and is a blessing to others. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray this was a blessing for you. I pray that you would like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest hot mess life. God bless.